0: You're listening to Behind the Sweat, hosted by Flexit Pink. Have you ever looked at social media and wondered how these amazing strong women came to be? These are their stories, and together, we are Flexit Pink. You're listening to Behind the Sweat, where we go deeper and shed light on their life-changing stories.
1: Hello, welcome to another exciting episode of Behind the Sweat with Flexit Pink. Today we have our very special guest and brand ambassador Gina on the show. So welcome to the show Gina. Hello. Hi Gina. <laughs> Hi. Well, we're so excited to have you um, on the get to put your voice to your beautiful face. Thank you. So go ahead and let's get started Um go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself.
2: Um. Okay I am A 30-year-old wife and mother of two crazy girls um, living in Maine. Um, I'm also a fur mom. We foster and volunteer local rescue. Um, I work my regular full-time job and then kind of have a little side business. Um, And between my races the girls' activities, like we're dealing with T-Ball, I try to find the time to either run a list or basically get a workout in wherever I can. (laughs) Sounds like us. (laughs) Yeah. And welcome
0: to the 30s. We also have Amber, who is going to be 30 this year. She's part of our uh, team here. Looks at pink (laughs) headquarters. So she wanted to welcome you to the 30-year-old mom club. (laughs)
1: Yep. Hey, it's the cool kids, club. Oh, Dave, you guys make me feel old. I I I just turned thirty eight. I'm like, oh my god, in two years. I'm going to be in the forty club, but that's okay because this monk will be hot. (laughs) We're setting the standards,
0: Anna. We're setting the standards. They're when they get there, they know what to
1: (laughs) what they have to do. (laughs) Got to age gracefully and just just take it as it is because it's going to happen regardless. Exactly.
2: Oh, that's awesome. So what motivated you to change your life? Um, first, I mean, I will preface by saying that I wasn't ever athletic as a kid growing up. Um, I didn't have any interest in sports or anything, um, but in college, um, I would go to the gym and use the free gym just because it was more or less like another place to hang out. Um, but it wasn't really as exciting to me then. Um, and I guess I was always a little bit on the smaller side. I would get made fun of a lot, um, for being short, tiny, I guess. Um, but it wasn't until I had my first daughter, um, and I was trying to also get in shape for the wedding that was impending, um, at the time. And it, just kind of struck a chord. Um, because I mean, here I was a new mom. I was a stay at home mom. Um, when you're in that zone, you kind of get stuck. And I just needed some sort of outlet. And I figured I have a wedding dress that I want to fit into at the same time. So why not just try to make a go of it? Um, and I couldn't go to the gym because of childcare issues. So I remember going to Walmart um, getting one of the clearance workout DVDs and popping that in. Um, and then that kind of turned into a whole series of at home workouts. And then eventually building our home gym. Um, and then the home workouts turned into just walking with my daughter every day. Um, and that turned into running and then the wedding three came and went and now fast forward six years or so later. Um, And I'm still here, so working out. I guess wasn't that's awesome. I love that you just took the bull
0: by the horns and did it because uh, Mm -hmm. a lot of moms just get caught up and and let the (laughs) stress of everything just get to them and never find that outlet and an outlet to find time Uh for yourself. And that's great. That's what we encourage women to do all the time.
2: It was for sure.
1: And I, that is so sad that people make fun of you for being tiny, tiny, but mighty.
2: Yes, <laughs> I, I did. And so it's like, there is, there's a whole other side to body shaming. And most people don't think about it that way. Um, but yeah.
0: <laughs> I was. Well, there is definitely.
1: Yeah. Spencer. So, well, I'm glad I didn't, you didn't let it get you down and you're out there kicking butt. So, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. What? Um, well, thank you for sharing all that. That's that's so awesome to hear your story so far. What has been your biggest struggle?
2: Um, going back to kind of being tiny. Um, my biggest struggle, I would say, is about two years into. Um, starting to be involved with like health and wellness and fitness. um, I was diagnosed with body dysmorphia, um, which is basically along the same lines um, as the same thoughts as like an eating disorder and things like that. But it's a lot more um, mental. You deal with some depression um anxieties about certain things but it wasn't until um I had to kind of take a step back um and really realize that yes I was trying to be healthy um but it wasn't necessarily healthy for my mind at the same time so um I had a whole bunch of like recovery activities um And then obviously going back to the fact that I am a mom and I am a mom to two daughters. um, And with the body dysmorphia, you just feel super uncomfortable. And people would make comments about how I would work out all the time. Um, And I was so, quote, fit, um, but I would still wear like sweatpants and sweatshirts out and I was just super uncomfortable it was visibly um detected by friends and family and I kind of had to like you say um grab the bull by the horns and turn it around because I didn't want my daughters to feel like that um and to ever feel like that honestly because it's a whole different realm of a mental struggle Um, so
0: that's great I'm, I'm glad that you shared that because We've heard of body dysmorphia and it's not talked about a lot, but I know a lot of women, like you were actually diagnosed with it, but I know a lot of women who probably deal with that and they don't even realize what it is or that it's something that can be treated with just recognizing that and getting a little bit of help. So that's great. That's great that you shared. And it's so easy to do
2: in the fitness industry. And of course I was following all these bikini competitors that like that was their job was to build their body. Yet I was just a stay-at-home mom <laughs> just trying to do my own thing um <laughs> and going back into the working world where I didn't have as much time to work out. And it was just like it, it I feel like that was one of those triggers and when I finally was able to take control because the beauty of following all these other fitness and bikini competitors is the fact that you can I right.
0: them as well I mean, and you like yeah and those girls are amazing and they're dedicated but you're right like
2: those,
0: those bodies sure. are that's that's their job like that's what they yep. that that's all they do is work on their body we are yep. mothers and wives and employees and yeah we, we can't that's not our job and we also have bodies and we need to recognize the things that right. we a lot of those women. I mean, some of them are moms, which are amazing, but some, a lot of them are not and don't have children they have to take care of and mm-hmm. so many different stories. And you, that's where it just comes down to you. you just cannot compare yourself to anybody. You just have to find out what's yeah. healthy for you. And just as long as you're on a healthy path and you're getting better every day and improving yourself and your health, that's all that matters.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean their bodies are beautiful but right. in in a completely different way. And you kind of have to find that fine line to accepting that your own body is beautiful. Um, and that fly flexit pink has always resonated with me because it <laughs> like there are so many bodies and there's so many strong people and yeah. it's really not it it really proves up one there's not one definition of strength and there's not one perfect body and there's not one person that is like the utmost fit because I see so many people um, hitting PRs and setting records that they just put their nose to the grindstone and they do it. And Absolutely. it's awesome. And that's why like, I like, I've just always loved it so, so much.
0: Absolutely. And that's what we try to encourage and promote is that health Health and fitness definitely looks looks different on everybody, mm-hmm. and everybody looks different. So that's great. I love that.
1: Yeah, it's all also about finding something that's sustainable for 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 life, not something that's gonna you know last four or five months. You know, because I you know as as my when I shared my story, I I did do a bikini competition, I, and I know how much it backfired after my competition that, um, it just wasn't, it just wasn't worth it for me to, mm-hmm. be, to put myself through that again. Um, like the aftermath and stuff, but d- yeah, like I said, I am with you. I am, there's a lot of bodies I admire and I love the hard work cause I know what it takes to get there, but
2: mm-hmm. you also
1: just have to be happy with what, what God gave you. And, um, just work on you and love yourself and, you know, your body's just as beautiful as those bikini codes or faker competitors and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so I get it. I definitely get it.
2: Yeah. One of the most dedicated, I feel like sports ever in the athleticism, but it, it gets hard when you're, when you're out here and you see it, but that's why you surround yourself with a whole bunch of positivity, no matter what. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely agree with you. So when did you have that aha moment?
2: I will say I feel like I have them a lot, actually. (laughs) And I feel like I couldn't pinpoint one specific aha moment because I feel like it's been a progress of um, those moments from the time when um, my first actual 5K was I remember it was the second, um, October run. Um, it was the run for the boobies and it was 2014. And that was my first time that I had set out to do a 5k. Um, and after I finished, I was just like, that's my aha moment. And then I kept getting it after I would do other 5ks and 10ks. Um, and then I had another moment, like I can do this after my first half marathon and then a tough mudder and then tries after that, um, a couple of triathlon sprints. And it's like, I feel like I'm constantly, um, sitting back and being like, aha, like I really can, I can do this. Like my body yeah. can do that. So well, Oh keep going. Sorry. Oh, no. I'm with you. Yep. Like, It, it just finally was like after, um, working out, I guess at home, like doing my own thing, like in my house, um, finally realizing that just because I do work out here, um, and I have my little home basement gym downstairs. Um, sometimes I call it the pain cave, (laughs) um, but it's like, you can really do athletic things no matter where you train, um. So they kind of all lead to different aha moments, I guess.
0: That's great. And I love that you call your uh, workout room the pain cave. (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. Join torture chamber. (laughs) Now you you like to have a good workout. I I always tell the girls that come to studios, I was like, are you ready for some torture?
2: Those are the best kind of workouts, though. Like, you never leave the pain cave
0: unhappy. <laughs> that's awesome. Grays, uh, 50 Shades
1: of Grey. We have a completely oh, yeah. <laughs> different meaning of... <Okay>. Oh. Totally <laughs> different. We have
0: the pink room of pain, and it is... Oh, dang! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally different kind. Oh, geez,
1: That's <laughs> hilarious. So what is your favorite way to sweat? So you like a little bit of everything, then?
2: I do. I do. I, I There's something therapeutic about running, um, but I love a good deadlift squat session. I love going to different classes. I love boot camps because they, um, the gym that I do go to for classes from time to time, um, they call it WTF, what the trainer feels like. Um, and you never know what you're gonna get when you walk through the door, so I like that. Um, I will say my weakness is yoga, so I'm really trying to work on liking it. <laughs> but other than that, like, I'm definitely trying to like, have proper, you tried hot?
1: yoga? I haven't, yeah, I'm not a know. big yogi either, but I did a hot yoga in um. We were visiting family in Arizona and it was the best yoga I have ever done in my entire life. You should definitely try
2: it. I should. There's, there's a few local studios that I think do have it. Um, and I know one does a fusion class. Uh, so I'll definitely have to try that.
1: Yeah. it's, the, it's different. Like you still get all the yoga aspects and then you're just like
2: dripping sweat. So you feel good when you leave. Cause you're like, right. I just sweated buckets, right? I, yeah, I'm definitely I'm down. Like I'm down for it. I'm always down for a yoga class, but it's it's not the same kind of adrenaline rush. And it's but I do. I need to kind of take time to slow down and recenter myself. Um, Absolutely, so.
1: I I can definitely do that as well. I I definitely don't do enough yoga. <laughs> For me either. I'm really bad about stretching too. So that's yes. <laughs> something you and I should work on. <laughs> yes.
2: Uh, yeah.
1: Any accountability, I need it. Like, definitely um. me too. So I, I saw on your Instagram, you are just a few months out from a try.
2: Is that right? it is. It um, is. I actually did have a half coming up in, I think, nine days, but I got a stress fracture, um, and the doctor suggested that I not do the house. So, (laughs) so um, yeah, but I do have I have a tri sprint coming up um, in just a little over. So, which one is that? The try. It is. Yep, it's the Tri for a cure, um, and it's um, a complete women-only triathlon. Um, It's regulated the same way as any other triathlon they have, um, volunteers, but all of the proceeds we all try to fundraise, um, uh, because the benefits go to the Maine cancer foundation, um, and support breast cancer research, um, development, networking, um, transportation for treatments. And, um, they really try to also help the families of the women in Maine. And it all stays right here. Um, in maine so it's it's definitely more than just a triathlon um but it's it's pretty remarkable to see the athleticism um of the women that you're swimming next to and you're biking next to and that you finish that that
1: sounds like an amazing amazing event if um are any of our listeners that are maybe in maine um where where could they sign up for something like that
2: um, they do a lottery. Um, I believe after like around a couple of weeks after the try, you can register for the lottery. Um, if you raise or if you fundraise enough money, then that guarantees your entry for next year. Um, so if you were able to get in the lottery and you raise enough and you have a guaranteed spot for the following year, um, but it's, it's the luck of the draw, and I mean, there's ways to kind of um, sign up. And if people drop out, then you can definitely get involved um, that way. And there are a couple of awesome training groups um, that are local that you can train with too for the tri. Wow, that's so, wonderful. It's it is. It's pretty awesome. I have I have yet
1: to do a tri, tri tri triathlon. I know Alicia did a sprint triathlon. I mean, I would have to start with the sprint because I'm not a strong swimmer, but. That definitely sounds like one I would love to do. That would be awesome if they came to California or I just might have to fly out to Maine, you know?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't mind cold water, but (laughs) I
1: believe it. Um, What? Uh Well, that's awesome. So thank you. That's, that's great information for anybody who wants to join. Um, Yeah, for sure. What? Let me see. What is your number one goal for yourself?
2: I I guess to and I have it written on the wall of my workout area um but it's always just to be stronger than yesterday um I think sometimes it's easy to get caught up in a bad workout or a bad day at work or like a hard time with your kids and um, you just kind of get caught up in those seasons. And then I think that my main goal is just to try new things that I wouldn't have yesterday. Um, and to push myself out of my comfort zone, get comfortable with being uncomfortable and try for that deadlift PR, and um, try to squat a little bit more because the goal is to always just be stronger than yesterday. That's
1: perfect. Perfect. That's perfect. Like that's perfect number and goal for yourself, and great advice because I think we all get stuck in that just feeling comfortable. And you know, I, I I like to push ladies, especially when I'm when I'm teaching at the studio. To, oh, you know what? You can do more. You can try a twenty pound kettlebell versus the fifteen. And it's always it's always about going out of your comfort zone. And you would really be surprised about how you actually can do those things that you thought you couldn't.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, that was that yeah. was really good advice, girlfriend. I <laughs> try. What? Um. So what? What would you say is your true passion in life? What would you say is your number one true passion, besides
2: your kids, of course? Um. I mean, I guess it would say just to help people. Um. I, I like to do like to try for a cure because no matter what it's helping somebody, um, it's raising awareness. Um, I like to help I guess animals and I mean my goal, um, once kind of life settles down would be to, um, go back to school to become a personal trainer and, um, to get my nutrition certification, Um, just so I can do that in an aspect that kind of lights my fire that, um, has become a passion of mine. And like, I love trying new things and, um, new things athletically and new training styles and things like that. And I think that, um, I don't know necessarily if I'm as inspiring as, um, some people, but I think that a certain amount of relatability comes along with that. Um, and I would love just to have people around me that find their passion as well um, within fitness because I also know what it's like to be afraid to go into the gym and just be really super like self-conscious about trying a new class. And if I can help people not feel like that and see what's on the other side and how much fun on the other side of me, um, then I would definitely love to do that. But oh.
1: Well, well, that's why we have you part of at Pink, Cause that's, that's what we try to do <laughs> to just inspire and motivate and support someone someone out there that just might need an extra little. You got it, girl! Or yeah, go get some. That that really does go a long way for some people. So that's
2: yep. And and I just like I just like helping, whether it's holding the door for somebody or like helping people get groceries. And I, I, just, I don't know, I'm just We need
1: more people in this I'm world a super
2: like <laughs> you. We need more
1: people in this world like you because a smile, even a smile, I always try to make sure I smile at somebody or say hi or do things like you because the world needs more more, more of that.
2: <laughs> more of that and less. Just, just little things. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, like you said, even just smiling at someone, I know there are some days when I need it um, because I can't be positive all the time, but I really try to. Um, but some days, just having somebody like send me a message, just or like send me a meme or something like that um, puts a smile on my face. So I know that even just a little bit of humor goes a long way, yeah, a little smile goes a long absolutely
1: way. Absolutely true. And like you said, you're not always going to be in the best of moods, and just somebody like, just like you said, smiling or waving to you or ask just even saying how are you doing that it really does can make a difference. Mm-hmm. So what's your favorite way to rejuvenate with your busy with your busy life with your kids and stuff? Um
2: sleep. <laughs> Did you say sleep?
1: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's definitely a good thing.
2: <laughs> uh, that's, I mean, I don't get nearly as much of it as I should, but um just kind of taking a step back and relaxing um we we try to do some like family time and we like to go on like family hikes and family walks too and those those are really kind of rejuvenating and if I just take the dogs for a walk even sometimes I'll just take them for a really quick run up the street and, um so it's kind of going from one extreme to the next yeah.
1: hey, that that <laughs> works and that works for a lot of people just even walking yeah. around the block is just a way for them to, to just relax. So, especially yeah. you know mothers and working moms, it's it's hard to even find a second to, to even be by yourself <laughs> without somebody. somebody you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh How has okay. um, Flexit Pink helped you?
2: Oh man. Um, I guess. I mean, I would definitely say that um, it was an integral part of my body dysmorphia recovery um, because it's something that I still face and I battle all the time, um, every day, sometimes, like because, like you said, everybody has bad days, Um, but I feel like just being surrounded um, by positivity and inspiration and just literal happiness plastered like everywhere um i think it's great and i think that just even the community um that we have um at flexi pink is definitely unlike any other that i've um been a part of and it doesn't matter if somebody runs their first mile for the first time in their life or they just finished an ultra marathon. Everybody is so supportive, especially in the group. Um, everybody is there with outpouring, of supportive messages and encouragement. And and even when some people have bad days, um, there's always somebody there. And I think that's been an integral part of accountability and recovery. Um, And for the past, I mean, it's been almost like five years since my first run. Um, And I remember following um, Tori Badalati, which led me to you, um, that it was just going from seeing all of like the bodybuilding figures to these real women that do have real jobs they do have kids they have more kids than I do they have a busier schedule than I do um, make it work is also um super encouraging and it's like well if they can do it like I can drag my butt up at 5 a.m to do my workout um and just having that little piece of accountability and all these little um black pink voices in my head like every day when I wake up it's just like all right like let's go let's get it done um and I think that it's kind of helped me keep out of my comfort zone because I do see so many people doing um so many different things with their time that it's it's impossible not to be inspired well
1: oh, that means a lot to us we're so thankful for <laughs> Tori for you know we, we had her a part of Flux at yeah. me for quite some time and we're thankful for her sending you to us and now you're a brand ambassador and we're so so thankful and grateful for you and you're living the flexi pink mission and you know that's why we created flexi pink is to offer the support and encouragement you know to to the ladies that didn't necessarily have it at home and and it rubs off on everybody it's all it goes for a full circle you guys inspire you know flexi pink and, and all our brand ambassadors inspire you know alicia amber and i as much as we inspire you so thank you for that yeah Well, thank you. So, if our listeners wanted
2: to follow you or learn more about you, where can they find you? I am um, primarily on Instagram, is where I kind of keep uh, like my fitness related and just it's a whole lot of kid and dog pictures too. Um, But it is at Gina under or at Gina J underscore 13. on Instagram.
1: Awesome. So go follow her. She's got the cutest little girls and their little FIP beauties as well. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
2: I still don't think my oldest wants to change out of the unicorn. Feature.
1: She's so <laughs> All the little girls love that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it, 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 it's I, pretty cute though. I love seeing all the little girls in the unicorn one because the unicorn one is currently my favorite. It is. I love them all, but the unicorn is currently my favorite. So
2: yep the unicorn and the run for the heroes and obviously um the October run has kind of a special place in my heart. I don't know they all do. I can't look one.
1: Yeah, say. I think you love them all yeah. I do. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Gina for being on the show today and sharing your amazing behind the sweat story with us. Well,
2: thank you for having me.
1: All right, listeners, stay tuned to hear more, more incredible stories of in the women of the Flexit Pink community. We'll chat soon.